Today, the House approves the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. Uh, the media is ushered away after asking Biden questions. Why won't he answer them? And uh, <laughs> normalizing the word normal. I mean, you would use the word normal if you're a hate monger. Uh, we've got a lot coming up, obviously, and it starts right now. <laughs> Matter. I Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by President Joe Biden. <laughs> Cupcakes. Who looks astonishingly like Glenn Beck. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, also, also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher for the Glenn Beck program. Uh, um, thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, I can't wait to get to that yeah. particular well, I can't wait for the press conference tomorrow. Yeah. That's going to be good. Are you sure? <laughs> gonna, like, <laughs> I got to go pee pee. <laughs> okay, you know what? While we're on the subject, let's talk about Joe Biden. Because okay. uh, this was, it was very interesting. You know, he hasn't given a press conference in what? Uh, 40, yeah, I was going to say 40-something days. It's in the all the presidents in, what, 100 years have all given press conferences by this point. Joe Biden has not. But yesterday, he was in this hardware store. And you know that Biden's like, I need a mug. I need a mug. I'm screwed. Can we go to the hardware store? <laughs> and he drove himself to the higher hardware store because Joe Biden looks like a guy who just hangs out at the hardware store. Of course. What the hell is he doing at the hardware store? Looking for another lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, can you make a key? They say, took my keys away. <laughs> and I want to drive. <laughs> and uh, this is Joe Biden. Of course, the excuse was that he's visiting small businesses. You know, the small businesses that his administration wants to crush, those businesses. Uh, he's visiting small businesses in D.C. And uh, all of a sudden, the press started asking him questions. No, 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 he looked... He, he looks like Glenn is talking. He does. He, he like really, I mean, he looks like, I don't have any idea what's going on. Where am I? Holy cow, I'm in a hardware store. How'd I get here? <laughs> Let's watch it. <laughs> watch it. I don't know. Who do I do? I take that or do I hold you? I just wanted a key. It's a hardware And it was amazing. It's, it's like the woman who is like ushering everybody out. She she sounds like she's like, come on now, kids, come on, kids, come on, we're all gonna come on, kids. She sounds like a teacher on a zoo field trip. She does. Okay, let's stop talking to the animals. Let's stop talking. Don't talk to him. Don't come on, kids. Nothing to see here. I mean, weird. How, it, it's really weird. How is this the same man who is supposed to have a press conference tomorrow and answer questions? He can't even remember his defense secretary's name. He Have doesn't you? know the name of the Pentagon. I, 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 the guy who dresses <laughs> in green sometimes. I don't know why. He always wears these green suits. And he does stuff with the big, those cars with the big cannon coming out of the top. The tanks. Uh, he's tanks for the memories. I love that guy. It, it, it is, it's remarkable how far he has declined seemingly it will be very interesting to see um you watch you watch to see if he every time he picks somebody 
from the press. If he lo- he's been in that business for 40 years. He knows these people. Mm-hmm. Every time he looks, see if he looks down to the podium. Is he going to give it in the in the I, sh- I would imagine in the press score room. If he looks down to the podium before he calls, yeah. he's got them all lined up. Yep. Most likely knows generally what they're going to talk about. And and he calls on them that way. Which wouldn't be a shock because we've already heard the reports that the White House press secretary is taking questions before the yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm The question sure. is, will he be able to remember? Well, right, because, and Jason, I want to get your thoughts, but Glenn, you say that, but again, he just gave this speech where you would think that at least his handlers would know well enough to, to like, write people's names down if that's what he was having You know, not with. necessarily, because, I mean, the last time, do you remember the one where last week where he's like, what am I doing here? (laughs) And he was trying, he was looking at a prompter. Yeah. And he couldn't figure out what the names were. So maybe it was on there. And I, I, I watched them set up the teleprompter for Donald Trump. It is fascinating. You ever seen anybody do that? No. Jason? It's fascinating. The, each one of those podiums is specially made for that president. So it's for their height. Okay, and then somebody if like Donald Trump was really tall and so they actually had a stair step that pulled out from the podium in the back. So the person who is the same person all the time can uh, stand there at the podium and then look at where the monitors are. And it takes them about 20 minutes. Nope. Bring it in a little farther. Bring it in. And they that you do not walk out (coughs) where the president can't see those uh, teleprompters. Okay. Why couldn't he see the teleprompter? Why can't he? He's, uh, is he now beyond being able to r- read words? That's frightening. I don't know what was happening there. Yeah, Jason. I personally love that we haven't heard from Joe Biden. I think it's great. <laughs> I hope I take some more extended vacations. And even, I mean, that's part joke, but that's also kind of how I believe about, you know, presidential addresses and press conferences to begin with. Um, I think they've been uh, king, kinged. Basically, yeah. um, they're rock stars or superstars to the point that kids now talk about the president like they know anything about the president. I'm talking little kids. Um, I hear them at my kids' schools. It's, it's disgusting. Um, the, the, who the president is has been given way too much, uh, you know, of a spotlight and a Hollywood star. I don't want to hear from the president unless there's something major happening, you know, something big that we need to hear, you know, what he's going to do. I only want to hear from him a couple times a year, and that's it. I mean, I would like to know that he's not, like... Uh, has and Alzheimer's it's, and, it's, and it's, an it's not unusual right? for this. I mean, this has happened before. Most people don't know, but Woodrow Wilson yeah. had a stroke mm-hmm. the last year of his presidency. He was out on the campaign trail in California. He had a stroke in the middle of his speech and he started talking. And he was not making any sense. They took him. They put him on the train trained him back to Washington, D.C. He hadn't been seen in like eight months, nothing, but he was signing bills. Well, as it turns out, it was his wife signing all the bills. And the reason why Congress finally got in to meet him is his own party demanded because he was filing papers to run for a third term. Mm. He was completely incapacitated. Well, but this is different because this is, I mean, this man was voted in having these issues, right? You're right, talking but about you were. We said that he was having these issues and he was going to slide quickly. Mm-hmm. If he is indeed sliding, we need to know. He wasn't. I think he was. He was bad before. Yeah. It appears as though 
he can't really even focus on a conversation. That's frightening. Yeah, and that's that's what makes this so weird. Is because what I want, I I'd love for this to be the standard, but this is not the standard. So presidents are they're all. But the, it, it's also not that though, Jason. And I'm surprised because you are so nationally national security conscious. The, what are our allies thinking? Yeah. What are our allies thinking when they see a president like that? What do they think they can get away with? Oh no, I agree with you. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm just tired of seeing how seeing the president speak so much I in agree general. Yeah, like the State of the Union. I don't want to see that anymore. I, you know, I want to see a letter. You know, that, that's all. That's all I want <laughs> to see. That's what it was. Um, but but this is not the standard for so for sure. There are major problems here. It seems like there are major problems here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of issues when you see the context surrounding a lot of this. Like, why the hell is Susan Rice in the administration? You know, I, I, I don't I, I can't really put my finger on it. Besides, she was put there by the establishment to help guide things along. Mm. You know, we know that uh, Kamala Harris was not uh, Obama's first pick, you know, to endorse. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, Kamala Harris was the first his first pick to endorse for president. Mm. It wasn't Joe Biden. He wanted Kamala in there. Well, now she's vice president. I mean, it makes you have serious questions on who's really running the country. right? Yeah. Now. And who why is she talking? I, I'm not sure that I have heard. And maybe this is. Maybe this is just people taking this, you know, something that doesn't matter and making it into something that matters. But I don't recall the vice president taking calls from heads of state. Right. You know, the head of state. I mean, unless it's like, you know, Bob Swana, not not Botswana, Bob Swana. (laughs) Um, You know, you don't you don't have major leaders talking to the number two. Mm -hmm. They talk peer-to-peer and it's bizarre how many of those phone calls she's making and when those usually happen in the past it seems to me that something shady is going on when it does happen uh example biden would speak to the ukrainian president when biden was vice president under obama Mm. and it was usually something strange like hey you better get rid of that uh prosecutor general you know what i'm saying you know the one my my son uh you know has got issues with stuff like that but no i agree i I had heard rumors before that, that Biden was going to delegate a lot more powers to, to Kamala and she wouldn't be your typical vice president. But again, those questions. Well, did, why? Is it because you can't handle the full load? Did you see the report uh, after they did the airstrike on Syria that Kamala was very upset that she was not included in any of these decisions and she found out about it later? It, w- Good for her. Yeah. I mean, is that you know, true? I mean, well, I don't know. That's is, why. I, is it to I'm hide so the fact that she didn't support the same action when Trump was doing it, and she was very vocal about it? Maybe. And now they look like major hypocrites. Is that why they tried to shield her? It doesn't seem like they're concerned at all about looking like major hypocrites. I mean, take what they're doing on the border, for instance. Oh my gosh. Uh, the- I have an update. I got new numbers uh, this afternoon. They're going to be released tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to talk that. about them. That's insane. 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 Unaccompanied minors, specifically. Uh, yeah, or? and I'll talk about it on tomorrow's radio show. It is insane, the numbers, insane. And especially considering, and when you listen tomorrow morning, think about what the administration is saying. It's a non-crisis. There's nothing to worry about here. It's not a crisis. You know, we're dealing with it. This no is a deal. full-on crisis. This, this is, this, quite honestly, if you look at the numbers of people who support just open borders, it's a very small number of people. Even Democrats don't, don't agree with that. This crisis could just disrupt and derail almost everything uh, for this president because it's go- it's it's a full on massive crisis and and their hypocrisy is going to get them in trouble I hope because so. they would not discuss it about uh, just take unaccompanied minors yeah 
you know, uh, splitting up families. They wouldn't talk about it under Obama. They made it one of the key avenues of attack for Trump. Right. Right. Now, when you when you hear these numbers, they're not going to be able to do anything about it. And I think they ha you also have like bed numbers and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. OK, so when you hear all of these, they're not going to be able to deal with it. They're going to have to face reporters if they have the balls taking pictures of overflowing facilities. They're going to have to. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about it? You're literally worse than what was going on under Trump. It's, it's going to be. No, no, this is worse than fold worse. Yeah, yeah, this is really bad. Well, and then you hear the, the White House press secretary saying, well, this is the humane moral thing to do. Putting uh, kids in and pages? it's like, yeah, right. Well, co well, they're containers now. Oh, right, right, right. With so, bars. Actually, I, they're, they're going to rename them reception centers. Oh, the thing I read. Really? So, yeah, you just, if you just put really? a different name. So that's kind of like <laughs> gas chambers were called showers. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean. Oh, well, then they're fine. Yeah, that's Solitary totally confinement's the quiet room. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a problem. Not a problem. But it's so frustrating to see them, uh, you know, turning this around and twisting the words because it's like, okay. If we're talking about humane and moral things to do, could we just maybe like get a message out to like tell these people to stop bringing their children over, to stop sending uh, their no. children over if they'd they're, like to keep yeah, them? Yeah, they're not bringing their children over. They're they're paying six thousand dollars to um, coyotes mm -hmm. and and the mob, the the mafia down in um, uh, Mexico. They're making all kinds of money, all kinds of money, putting all of these kids in. We know because we've been down on the border. We've talked to the Border Patrol. We've talked to the people who are do this for a living. Many times a host a family member is held hostage. You come over. You get, you know, your kid gets free. Now, mom or dad might be held hostage. You got to do them a favor. You paid them $6,000 and you got to do them a favor. Look, somebody's going to be stopping by. You just, when you get settled, you let us know where you are. And somebody might stop by and need you to hold something for a while. This is, this is emboldening, emboldening criminal enterprise, drugs, Sex, sex rings. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. Yeah. yeah, human trafficking and getting people across the border for the cartels, that revenue is now overtaking drug revenue. It's absolutely insane. And when you spout off policies like come on over, right. amnesty, right. all this stuff, what do you think you're doing? Right. You're pouring in literally billions into yeah. the hands of drug cartels. Yeah. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Grove Collaborative. If you are... Uh, if <laughs> <laughs> if you are like me and you consider yourself somewhat of a conservative hippie, okay, you're conservative, but you also like the green, uh, environmentally friendly, kid-friendly, non-toxic chemical, well, non-chemical cleaners. I put we get the Grove stuff, yeah. and last night, Tanya hasn't said anything, I put it in our living room, a giant painting of a peace sign. It's really kind of cool, but it's a peace sign. She hasn't said a word. It's like four feet by four feet. Not a word. Not a word. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but if you're looking for uh, healthy home beauty, personal care products, uh, Grove Collaborative is your place and you can get it delivered directly to you. They take the guesswork out of going green. So they've got it all. You're not going to have to go to Whole Foods for one thing and then a different store for another. And it's going to save you some money because you're not going to have to go. I mean, everything at Whole Foods is like $2 million. Okay. And it's not at Grove. Uh, you can join all of the millions of households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Shipping is fast and free on your first order. You got to go there. White House uses Grove. 
Well, don't say that. I'm trying no, they, to sell this. No, they do. And <laughs> Joe Biden said, You got to go to grove.co slash news. You'll get a free gift with your first order of only $30 or more. They've got Mrs. Myers for those of you out there who are familiar with Mrs. Myers. It is my favorite. They smell amazing. They're great products. You got to go to grove.co slash news to get this exclusive offer. That is grove.co slash news. Back in a minute with more Joe Biden. The House today uh, approved President Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package. Uh, It was, of course, a partisan vote. No Republican lawmakers backed the legislation. And one Democrat representative, Jared Golden from Maine, opposed the measure. Uh, The White House is expected to receive it Friday. Joe Biden is expected to sign it, obviously. And uh, just like that, $1.9 trillion gone. Now, this is interesting to me that this is taking place right as the one-year anniversary of 15 Days to Slow the Spread. It's a long 15 days. Seems like more than 15 (laughs) days to me. Um, You you now have a uh, debt over $30 trillion. Remember the old days when we used to think 19 trillion, 20 trillion was a lot? Oh, those days don't come back. Now we're $30 trillion in one stroke of a pen. Do you see hyperinflation as inevitable at this point? Are you, is that a serious <laughs> Are you like, asking me? Like, what do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, I was talking to Mike Lee about it today, and he was really pissed. I've never heard Mike like this. Um, he was really, really upset of, as what is is going on, not only with the spending package, with only 1%, 1% of the spending is for COVID vaccine and, and getting it out to the people. 1%. I think it's 8% is, is revolving around COVID. The rest of it is graft. The rest of it is give me. Yes, around I mean, 90%, yeah, nothing at all to do. It's crazy what they're doing. And they're getting people hooked onto um, giveaways. That's, that's really what's happening. Yeah, well, yeah, because whenever the, you know, Republicans go to say, hey, we should probably uh, stop doing this, uh, you know, any sort of sunset, then the Democrats get to come back and say, well, the Republicans want to take money away from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, work hard for your money. How, how can you believe these Republicans? They want you to die in the streets. Yeah. Well, what do they think? They're, that's why it's so ridiculous, these stimulus packages. Yeah. Uh, even when they throw in, uh, you know, a slap in the face, like $1,400, right. which is so ridiculous. But they, like, and then they like, keep lowering who qualifies yeah, for it. And yeah. I, I tell you what, and their standards for that should be, look, did they lose their job? I mean, is there some way? Do they file for, you know, unemployment or something like that? Like, I'm getting this money. I do not need this money. It's yeah. just going to go in a savings account and yeah. it's not going to do anything. When this happened, none of us knew if we would have jobs. Right. None of us did. Nobody in America did. We certainly didn't. As it turns out, we were stable. Why should any of us get a dime right. for this? And I'm all for not just saying, hey, everybody gets $1,400, you know, those people who are minority or whatever. I don't think we should have a blanket like that. Did you lose your job, lose money? And then we owe those people a lot more. Not necessarily me, but it's coming from us, the federal government. You know what? Sell some of a park. Sell some of a park. And pay all those businesses that lost their business because you told them to close. And the amount of tax dollars that this is going to cost you is way more 
than the $1,400 check that they oh, gave you. Yeah. I've seen estimates that it's going to cost each taxpayer about $17,000. What? $17,000 per taxpayer. That's what the stimulus bill is to going to cost. To receive 1400 from to the government. To receive 1400 That is the most federal no, government no, no. thing taxpayer. I've ever heard. Taxpayer. Right. So if you're a taxpayer, you most likely are, are not, not going to get, get the 1400 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's the scary thing. Yeah. If you look at the debt at $30 million, it's a quarter of a million dollars for every taxpayer. That's incredible. I, well, and I mean, we've reached the point now, I think, where it just no one even has any sort of... You can't no. fathom how much that is, and it just, you kind of, your eyes no gloss to, over, and you go, oh, okay, well. Yeah, there's no way to pay for it. How many trillion? Oh, all right. And there's some truly insulting things, well, insulting to me as I read through this, that's in that. Like, what was it, like, almost $300 million for arts and humanities? Yeah. What does that have to do with COVID? Right. Um, there is, what, was it like three to $500 million? I don't remember. Basically, to channel through teachers' unions mm-hmm. so that they can pay for teachers that don't want to go back to work. Yeah. There's also um, a billion and a half dollars to Amtrak. Yeah. The, the last bailout, they got a billion dollars, and they haven't even touched that yet. Uh-huh. So now why, why, why have we, because of COVID, given Amtrak two and a half billion dollars? Yeah. yeah. Jason, oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to, I think there was 300 million to school districts that can't even spend the money yet because they haven't spent this fiscal year's uh, money. So this is going to like, a, this is a year or so down the line. And going so, to states, money going to states that didn't have their tax revenue hurt. Right. You know, it's one thing if you're like, again, like the businesses, it's destroyed us. Okay, well, let's all pitch in together. No, no, no. These states, some of them actually made more. Figure that one out. Yeah. Uh, they actually made more during covid and we're giving them a bailout? Yeah. Why? Some of the hundreds of millions of dollars going to some of the cities, like, I believe, San Francisco, that already had, they were in trouble to the tune of about, I think, like $350 billion they were in, you know, in the red. Uh, that deficit predates the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is they're giving these places, progressive hellholes, basically, that already had issues because of their policies. So we're basically... Using and this cash as an excuse to bail you out for your bad policies. And how much do you want to make a bet? They're not going to use that money to pay down that debt. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you mentioned earlier that you like to, you prefer to not hear from the president. Yes. Um, I personally prefer to not hear from Congress because I prefer them to not be in session because <laughs> they pass things like this and yeah. also H.R. Uh, 1, which they're oh, talking gosh. about, which I know you are very familiar with. Uh, Mike Lee today said uh, that the HR1 bill is written in hell by the devil himself. <laughs> Let's listen to Mike Lee. You know, Steve, I think I disagree with every single word in HR1, including the, like the words wow. but and and the. <laughs> Everything about this bill is rotten to the core. This is a bill as if written in hell by the devil himself. Uh, th- this takes all sorts of decisions that the federal government really has no business making. That's Elections right. in America have always been conducted at the state and local That's level. Right. Uh, th- they are completely flipping that principle on its head so that these things right. can all be micromanaged from Washington. That's wrong. That's really wrong. It's bad policy. As much as anything else, it's wildly unconstitutional. I, 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 Mike Lee, if this passes, I don't know what Mike Lee's going to do. But this is, he's exactly right, 100% unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. Everything in that is unconstitutional. If this passes, when I spoke to him today, he had even more passion than that. 
Um, I, I don't know what he's going to do, but it's it's. I mean, he's he's at the he he sees his red line right dead ahead of him, and he has tried to work. You know, he's tried to do things. I don't know what Mike Lee does if they pass this. That's the biggest thing on this bill that I cannot believe it's gotten as far as it has. It's blatantly against the Constitution. It's very clear in the Constitution who is in charge of elections. Yeah. It's the states. Mm-hmm. The federal government has no right to do what they're doing right now. Um, but they don't have any right to do a lot of the lot stuff of the that things they're, they're doing. doing right now. The new PRO Act is, I think, this is the end of our country with the H.R. 1, the oh, voting bill. Yeah. But the PRO Act also is the end of the country. I mean, you know, I didn't even want to talk to Mike about the COVID bill because, yeah, I know it's $2 trillion. It's a complete waste. It's got all kinds of stuff in it that none of us like. But the but H.R. 1 and the PRO Act, which is basically it cuts all Uber, all home delivery, all that stuff, anything in the gig economy, gone, takes away your right to vote against a union Privately, you have to stand in front of a crowd and they say, all right, so which one of you is uh, are against the unions? huh?" And you have to go, um, I am. Please don't put a horse head in my bed. That's that. That is that's becoming law. There are 27 states that have right to work. The federal government is making that illegal. That you have a right to work. That's incredible. You, other things like if you don't want to be in a union, too bad. If you're in an industry right. and, the, and the union uh, is, is in, into that, then you have to join the union. You don't want to pay them your dues? I'm sorry. You have, you're made, you're forced to pay those dues. I have been in radio for 40-some years, 46 years, something like that. I've never worked at a union radio station. Not once. I, don't, I know one person, two, because I knew Don Imus. Three, because I also knew Charles McCord, who was his sidekick. <laughs> I don't know people that worked in union radio stations. AFTRA, which is the radio broadcast, they're a big part of this. They're pushing for this. Who's a member of that union? I, I pretty much know all the radio people. I don't know a soul in that union. Yeah. And that union, when I did see it, I only saw it once at NBC in New York. It's horrible. It's horrible. They are. They make everything you do impossible. Mm-hmm. If, if, if it wasn't clear after what the teachers unions, after the, you saw them bend yep. their will towards uh, the Biden administration, mm-hmm. um, if it wasn't clear who was in charge, after this bill, you know who was in charge of the Democrat unions. Party. Yeah. The unions yeah. and the union bosses. This bill is basically, I, it must have been written by the union bosses. Oh, it was. Yeah. It, they it must was have CIU. This is, yeah, yeah. This, this is what we want. This is what we want. Boom. Teamsters after a SEIU and they, and this is the, Keep the general population at work in line. Mm-hmm. That's th- this is this is you know you know that they refused to put an amendment in. The Republicans were like, okay, can we make some amendments? We'll listen to them. One of them was if you're if you've been convicted of a felony in the last three years, you have to report a little extra paperwork to the United States government. No. <laughs> If you're a felon, I mean, I don't think you should be hiring felons at a top level in the first place in your labor union. Wink, wink. Uh, 
they they don't want they don't want any extra oversight of felons. Uh, it's hard to believe that these people don't just want destruction of the country. They do. I mean, they, they, they have do. to. The, there's no the system other, for sure. Yeah, the there's, system. Yeah, there's no other option yeah. there. Not the country, but the system. Okay, so you, it's the Pro Act. Is that yes, what you Pro is Act. It, is it? Has it already passed? Is it? No, it's headed towards the House. Okay. And they think, or did it pass I, the House? I think it passed the House. Passed it's the House. The way to headed the Senate. to the Senate. Oh, good, because I haven't heard anything about it. Oh yeah, no, they, they, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's exactly the way they want it. Right. Trust well, me. right. That's Barack what I'm Obama. Like, that's intentional. Barack Obama in eight years didn't do as much transformation as this administration has done in less than a hundred days. That Barack Obama Last was word. the was the setup for what we're now doing. Now he p- paved the road. Now they're gee, somebody warned about that in two thousand nine and ten. Hmm. I wonder who that was. I wonder who that would have been? Some crazy that talked about the caliphate. Or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we have got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Patriot Mobile. In case you have not heard yet, uh, Patriot Mobile just expanded their coverage, and it's going to make it even easier if you are someone who has not yet dumped your big name carrier. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta call Patriot it Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think Joe Biden would like Patriot Mobile because uh, Patriot Mobile does not actually donate your hard-earned money and uh, take it to left-leaning causes that you are fighting to uh, work against. They're not going to silence you. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. So I said Christian and conservative. So Joe Biden definitely would not <laughs> like Patriot Mobile. <laughs> uh, they do use the same network as uh, the larger providers. So you're going to get that same network coverage, uh, but you're going to save money. And also it's 2021. So I don't know if you have noticed, but switching is super easy. You can keep your phone number. You can get a new one if you'd like. You can bring your own phone over or you can buy a new one. Whatever you prefer, build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and you will save even more. You got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Uh, Veterans and first responders, by the way, if you are either of those, you're going to save even more. You will get free premiere activation this month. They're going to set the phone up for you, and you're going to get a special gift if you use offer code NEWS. So don't forget that offer code when you go to patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Back in a minute. Hey, Lemon. Uh, Unilever <laughs> is uh, apparently dropping the—it's a very offensive word—the uh, word normal from all of their marketing in their beauty products because they want to make sure that they are very inclusive. You probably haven't, You did you guys realize this, that the word normal, so not I, inclusive? I heard this this morning, and Unilever makes a ton of different soaps. Yes. Dove. Um, Dove, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, 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 it's a big company. And they're dropping, and I thought, what part of their ad campaign is like, now normal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now with extra normalcy. <laughs> what? I don't. I couldn't figure it out until I actually read that what they're doing is they're taking things out like for normal to dry hair. hair right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and they're re- replacing it with for dry hair. Well, so then do I buy that one because I don't have dry hair? Right. I have n- normal hair. Yeah, it seems so, like now it's just going to be misleading. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the it's like the reading about somebody who's just had a sex change. You, right. You're reading the story and you're like, okay, I, I don't know who this person <laughs> is, but I think 
he used to be this yeah. and now he's a she and they won't say anything and it's like you're i'm confused all the time <laughs> yeah um i've got nothing humorous to say about this because i'm actually very i mean i'm up to here in that uh shampoo stuff. world in the shampoo world yeah <laughs> you know, because I just, it takes so much to do know, my hair i know night. Um, curling it. <laughs> yeah, curling it. I'm just going to get a perm and yeah. say, screw it. No more <laughs> um, uh, they're all getting ready for something big, and it's going to affect our lives in a very, very dramatic way. Um, basically, what companies are doing and why you're seeing them without giving too much away is um, they're getting set up for a grading system that every company, every financial institution, both investments, mm. uh, investment companies, and regular banks, we're all going to be under the thumb of this. So what they're doing before is they're getting out in front of it, and they're showing how equitable, equitable they are, how woke they are, how in tune to social justice they are. Because they know that, just like a kid in school, their past work is going to be used to compile their overall grade. Mm -hmm. Now this sounds very crazy, and it sounds like a, a very meta, but I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> They're already grading people on this. When I say people, companies. They're al they've already started. There's plans to implement this to ensure that you might not ever get insurance again. You might not ever get funding again. Uh, mm -hmm. Loans. Uh, this doesn't just go to car lo or to, um, to, co to corporations and companies, but it's very person. The average person. Car I loans, about, mortgages. I, I've got to talk to my wife tonight about replacing our roof. I don't need to replace our roof. Our roof probably will have to be replaced in another 10 years, but we should probably do it now because we should put solar panels on the roof. Not because I want solar panels on the roof, but because when this grading system ha happens, you are going to have to have reduced energy. How green is your car? How green is your house? You're not gonna be able to get insurance. You won't be able to get banking uh, uh, services. I mean, it's really bad. Next, next week, the reason why he's not saying anything is, Next Wednesday, a week from tonight, we have the S in the ESG standards, environmental, social justice, and governance standards that all of these companies are doing right now. And you're exactly right. They're not doing this because they're offended. They're doing this because they want to send a message to the grading system the financial markets, you can trust us. Unilever is, we're all, we're so woke. I haven't slept in four months. We're that woke. <laughs> <laughs> so was Coca-Cola like the first, they were the first ones to kind of get on this train? Because it sounds very similar. I mean, while no, it's not it, the exact same. They're not the first. Several of them have been doing it. The financial sector has been doing it for a while. Um, they've been, you know, um, really showing their wokeness. I think Nike was probably one of the first, all the Colin Kaepernick uh, stuff. Mm. This has been in the works for a very long time. Woka-Cola, um, <laughs> they, they've got some issues uh, being that they have a lot of sugar in their, uh, their soft drink. And they're probably going to be hit with a lot of sugar tax stuff and as multiple places end up getting hit with this. Mm -hmm. The people that are most at risk, and these are direct quotes from their own uh, paper, the people that are, that are deemed most environmentally at risk or socially at risk, even governance at risk, uh, if they don't employ you know, a good split between gender and race. Um, they're the ones that are, are considered the most risky. They're the ones that uh, get dinged on their, on their credit. They're the ones that can't get loans. And it's hilarious, just like the scenario that Glenn just said, he's thinking about preemptively putting uh, solar panels on, their, on his house. That's exactly what's being pushed by the people at the top, the investors. Then they push the banks, hey, d make sure you give all your, your money, all of the money that we give you, make sure you give it to only solar panel, panel companies. And once the dividends start rolling back up, it goes back to 
the people that started the whole damn thing in the in the first place. It's, this it is, is a giant money making racket. It is a racket un unlike anything I've ever seen, and it's global. Mm. So all this money is going into investments uh, on Wall Street. The bank's money is going into green things, social justice things. Yeah. It's all going there because they know you're about to tell the whole world you're going to pay a heavy tax unless you reduce your energy, get rid of your car, get rid of your, your oil or gas in, uh, for heating. So you're going to have all this industry making all these new things. Remember when, when she came out, Ocasio-Cortez uh, came out with the Green New Deal, and she was talking about changing every home in America. Every home in America. That's this. And it's happening without legislation. Yep. Mm. All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. Well, that's just terrifying. hard to keep track of the tally these days of uh, how many allegations have been levied against Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. But uh, if you were wondering, it's now six. I've got six. Do I hear seven? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the, the week is still, we're only midway through. Yeah. And there is still time for a The question is, isn't how many. It's, is, are there six women in the world that haven't been harassed by Cuomo? I think that's. Hey, come on. <laughs> I can't everywhere. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is another eight. <laughs> who claims he touched her inappropriately uh, during an encounter at the governor's mansion uh, when she had been summoned to do work. Uh, and he, of course, was asked about it today. He said, first, I'm not aware of any other claim. As I said last week, this is very simple. I never touched anyone inappropriately, which is weird because it wasn't inappropriate. I was just saying how beautiful she would look if I just put a couple of tassels right there on her bazookas. <laughs> and I would like put right there is where those tassels should be. How inappropriate is that? He said uh, no one ever. Well, here, here. This is this is how it's all cleared up. He's kind of, I think, shifting the goalposts a little bit because first he says I never touched anyone inappropriately. Then he says no one ever told me at the time that I made them feel uncomfortable. How was he to know? How was he to know that Glenn, as you said, telling exactly her the right. tassels would make hey, her feel uncomfortable? Hey, you don't want to say something to me? I got uh, Johnny and Vito over here that might intimidate a few people. I got a little power <laughs> that might intimidate, but I'm a basically good guy. Yeah, now, I, you know, previous to all of the Me Too movement, I would be... Uh, I don't know. I, I would be like, you know what? I, some of these, maybe he really didn't realize. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. But the guy has a nipple ring. <laughs> he knows. Was trying to get that mental yeah. image out of my head, yeah. Glenn. Yeah. But and, and these are the year same old nipple oh. ring. <laughs> these are the same people, though, who have constantly told us for years now, it doesn't matter uh, if you know the it's uh, the girl says that she likes it because if you're in a position of power. You're, you have to automatically assume that it's sexual harassment. Uh, you have to know. I mean, you've got a your entire this, career. Should this is be over. a really good example of the kind of justice and fairness you will get mm. with the left. Look at the high school or college kids that are just having their lives destroyed yeah. because a woman says something and it doesn't matter. They don't even get a chance to defend themselves. Right. All right. They can't face their accuser. Oh, nobody seems to care. It's all about justice. 
Really? This is where blind equal justice comes in. Not equity. Blind justice. Justice is blindfolded for a reason. She shouldn't know who the person is. Shouldn't know if it's the governor or some college kid. And she weighs the facts and she balances between justice and mercy. All of that idea is out. There is no scale of justice and mercy, and there's certainly no justice that is blind. It all depends on who you are, what you say, who your friends are, how powerful you are, and are you furthering or hurting the movement? It's, it is, we're, I can't believe we're entering the world of East Germans. I mean, this is the this is the same system that they had where neighbors were snitching on each other because they'd get extra benefits. Uh, I still say the same thing I said last time we talked about this. Um, I still think that it does not matter how many. I, it could be six. It could be 20. I, I don't think that anyone's going to come out. I don't think it's going to damage him. He's not going to be forced to resign. Uh, and he'll probably go on and do b bigger and better things after this. He will not be damaged politically. I keep on going back to this. I don't know if I can do bigger. You know? <laughs> Did you see that set? <laughs> um, there was a, a commentary from, I think it was Sarah Sullivan. She was talking with some other comedians. And they were talking about how it seems kind of hypocritical that they can make certain jokes, but what is considered right-leaning or conservative uh, comedians can't make this, th those jokes. No, they don't joke. Yeah, they, 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 she can't do it. And then she, and she admitted, she goes, well, basically, yeah, we get away with it. And she, I think she even says it's kind of ridiculous. But she said that there's an understanding that people on the left can say those things because they don't really mean it. She actually said this. I think it was Sarah Sold. They, they, they don't mean it, so they can make whatever jokes they want to, whether it's who knows what. I think that goes also with things like this. They gave Joe Biden a pass for everything, including one, uh, you know, one accuser, Tara Reid. Um, they Who is very credible. Yeah. And they actively, the media actively went out and, and attacked her. They tried to attack, attack her. Now, can you imagine if people tried to attack, uh, was uh, Blasey Ford? Well, they, I mean, they did say, I don't find her to be credible. She doesn't know any of the details about the situation. And we did see how they were treated yeah, when they said But that. they didn't personally try to, they tried to, they did personal attacks against Tara Reid. Right. It was absolutely insane. Um, no, the, the left can do whatever they want on these things. They can criticize uh, people who, the, who are their political enemies, wh whatever, side of the, whatever side of the aisle is at the bond. But they can get away with doing the same thing because they're considered holier than thou because they don't really mm -hmm. mean it. Same thing's gonna happen for him. Biden got away with it. Cuomo's gonna get away with it. They'll just use the same excuse. So oh, that's just the way I am, you mm. know. Well, we'll see. All right, back a minute. Glenn, what do you have coming up on your show tonight? Tonight is a really important night. Um, we're going to go over what's happening in your schools with your kids. We're going to show you real history, how the progressives absolutely destroyed it. We show you the the, the steps that they took to dismantle America. And uh, if we don't put those pieces back together, we don't survive. And I mean now, if we don't do it now. And some good news. There's a parent that uh, he, he and his wife saw something going on in San Francisco, the renaming of the schools. Thought that that was outrageous when the kids weren't even in school. What is our school board doing? They went down, they listened to the school board meeting. They were even more outraged by it and said, look, we agree with some of the stuff that's being said here for social justice, but this is insanity. 
They, they um, started a website on Facebook, a meet group. Only 400 parents in the area went, but they all went to a school board meeting. They've stopped the renaming of the schools in San Francisco. Wow. Um, their kids are going back to class next month in San Francisco, all because this one parent said, enough is enough and did the things that you have to do. We explain those things, and all of those steps are on glenbeck.com as well. That's the template, local level. Local yes. involved in local level. Forget about the national stuff. It's <clears throat> gotta be local. Yeah. yeah. All right, you can catch that on Blaze TV, of course, also on YouTube. It is at nine Eastern, eight Central. Uh, Glenn TV, you don't wanna miss it. Thanks for coming, guys. You bet. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.